I'm Debbie Godfrey. Welcome to the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. Today I'm going to talk about temper tantrums. Temper tantrums are one of the most frustrating behaviors that our kids do. And whether they're two or six or eight or teenagers, it's a really trying time for us as parents. So one of the things to remember when they're temper tantruming is that there's different reasons for them to be having a fit. And we actually distinguish about seven different reasons. And the first four I'm going to go over have to do with children's basic needs. And there's a concept in psychology and it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And what it says is that our needs are like a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid are our basic needs, food, shelter, clothing, and love. Above that are our, our social and emotional needs. Above that are our spiritual needs. And finally, at the very top, the little apex of the pyramid is self-actualization. And what this psycho- psychological theory says is that humans cannot move to a higher level in the pyramid until they've satisfied the lower level. And the lowest level being our basic needs, food, shelter, clothing, and love. When children are tantruming and it's over one of those basic needs, food, shelter, clothing, or love, then it's impossible for you to relate to them on emotional social level. And so that's why when our kids get overtired and start pitching a fit, the only way to quote, redirect that is to get them to sleep. There is no redirecting. There is no negotiating. There's no conversation that happens with a child who's overtired or over hungry or is sick or has, you know, something that's Uh, that they're hypersensitive to that's bothering them. So, and this happens a lot with clothes. Some kids are really sensitive to the tags in clothes and, you know, the socks, the feeling of the seam in the socks on their, on the end of their feet. And, uh, and so those kind of things for those types of tantrum, if it's overtired, over hungry, if they're sick, if they're really sensitive to their clothes, in this case, you want to just satisfy the problem. So if they're overtired, they just have to go to sleep. And you really don't want to get into a verbal conversation about that with, with your child because, again, there's no communication happening. They're just overtired. So you just know as the parent that they're overtired and they need to be in bed and guide them to that whatever way works. Sometimes parents, you know, put, put little kids in the car and drive them around and that gets them to fall asleep. I know with my daughter Bree, I used to put her little baby seat up on top of the dryer and turn the dryer on and that noise would get her to go to sleep if she was, if she was fussy and frustrated. The hunger one, I mean, I found this one to affect my kids' behavior so very often. And when it usually hit was after school. And what would happen is I would pick my kids up and they would be over hungry because they haven't had any food since lunch and kids need to eat, you know, small amounts and often. And so I just always had snacks and juice boxes in the car. And one of the first thing I did, the first things I did whenever I picked my kids up somewhere was just hand them some food, hand them a juice box. I didn't even ask them are you hungry? Because if they're, if they're not hungry, they won't eat it. But I just hand it to them automatically. And this avoided so many fits. I can't even tell you just being prepared, giving it to them ahead of time, not trying to even figure it out. Just assume if they haven't eaten in two hours, they're probably over hungry. When they're sick, again, this can be really draining. And I know for me, I would call my mom for help. And I know a lot of you don't have that extended family to get help with. But after about two nights of a sick child and being up all night, I would start getting fried. And so I, you know, I was like, help, 
need somebody to rock this kid, be with this kid. But again, when they're sick, just having that comfort and that service is what they need. So tomorrow I'm going to start off finishing this uh, about the temper tantrums and the children's basic needs. And then I'll move on to some of the testing behavior, them feeling powerless and frustrated. Have a great day. Happy parenting. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast. I assume you're here because you're getting something out of these daily pep talks. And wouldn't it be great if more parents could hear more about these ideas for their children? And you can help me in a great way by liking the episodes, by sharing them on your social media, and especially by providing a review on your platform of choice. So if you could do me a huge favor and do that, it would really help get this out to many, many, many more parents. And we can all help our children feel more seen, heard, and understood, which is my life's work, is to make sure that all children feel loved and appreciated and that we can discipline them without breaking their spirit. So I hope that you've enjoyed these podcasts and will continue to enjoy them. And I really appreciate any support you can give me here at Positive Parenting Pep Talks. Thank you so much. Have a great day and happy parenting. Hey!